Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I hope you guys are doing well and welcome to the morning motivation. If this is your first time watching, hello, I am Brittany Daniel and welcome. We go live every single weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. So please join us live. If you cannot watch us live, you can always watch the replay. I think I'm going to start a membership though for all the old content. Stay tuned. However, if you are listening to my podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of that great stuff. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope that you guys are well. Come on, you're good. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. All right. So I wanted to say before we get started today that I have changed my morning routine and you guys, it has top tier changed my day. So I'm super excited. Um Man, I'm just I'm just full of energy. So I've started walking in the morning. I'm getting up earlier. Just everything is better. So if you have a little time or if you can make time, I feel like we can always make time, then try that for yourself. Make time, do what you have to do in order to just set your day on the right foot. That's what I've done. You're good, sweetheart. You can come. But before we get started today, let's go ahead and do the prayer. Um, and I'm gonna do the morning shout outs, but then I have a video to show y'all, and then we're gonna dive into the book. Today, we are continuing chapter two with A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Um, I read it last night and you guys, number uh, chapter two is really, really good. Short read. If you guys want to go ahead and pick up your copy, it is in the description box. I know I said yesterday, I don't think it was, but today it actually is. I made sure. So make sure you go pick up your copy if you guys want to read along, read ahead, anything like that. Um, make sure you guys get a copy. But tune in live 8 a.m. Eastern for anybody that uh, wants to listen. Okay, so let's go ahead and do the prayer. Jump into the shout outs. If this is your first time watching, let me know where you're watching from. Um, and if you join us live, then you get a shout out. And shout outs to all my Patreons. Uh, Patreon video coming this week. If you guys want to subscribe to my Patreon in the link below, do not forget to give this video a thumbs up. Let's get this thing rocking and rolling, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up today. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship together. Thank you for allowing eight months of just bomb community, dopeness, and just a lot of amazing people that you have communed together. I hope that our community grows at your pace and that uh, we are continuing and enabling to better ourselves each and every day. Thank you, God, for everybody that joins us live. I hope they take something from this. I hope that uh, you speak to them today. And that they get a message that they needed to hear. In your darling son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all, the merch is coming soon. Check out the mug. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and do the morning shout-outs. Good morning, Norma. Good morning, Nana. Good morning, Naturally. And good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Turquoise. Good morning, Bryson from Los Angeles. Bryson, you begin early. It's like 5 a.m. in LA or so. Congratulations. Uh, good afternoon, Queen. Um, I know some of you all are also in the UK. So if you guys are in the UK watching me this good old afternoon, I believe it's about one o'clock there, 1 p.m. Thank you guys for tuning in. So good afternoon. Uh, good morning, Aisha. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning, Kiki. Grand Rising. Happy Tuesday. Uh, Grand Rising, KK. Good morning, May. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning, Cooking Monster. Good morning, Brown Eyes. Good morning, Cooking with Raw. Good morning, Brandy. And good morning, Naturally C. Good morning, Miss Debbie. How are y'all? All right. So before we get started into chapter two of A Purpose Driven Life, 
Ow. Like, why can't the lighting just be like this? Maybe I just have to hold the book up, right? I'm going to share a video with you guys that I listened to this morning by the Miss uh, Oprah Winfrey that's really, really bomb. So I'm going to play it for y'all. Um, yeah, let's just add it to the stream really quick. I'm going to actually make it full screen. And go ahead and... Bigger dream waiting for you. Just waiting for you to step into it, to step into it. Your life is big, your life is huge. And we spend so much time wanting to be in somebody else's life. And you don't get honored, you don't get revered, you don't get celebrating wanting what somebody else has Because that which created you, divine intelligence that dreamed you from before your ancestors ever knew they would become your ancestors, that which dreamed the seed of you, wants you to know how special, how wondrous, how mysterious, how complex, how glorious, how phenomenal you are. And you get no credit messing in somebody else's territory. Daily Harvest, you have made my life 10 times easier. It's breakfast time. Banana, almond, coffee, cacao, coconut, green coffee. What? Or trying to have power over something you have no control. Another one of my favorite teachings is the Wizard of Oz. When the witch, Wicked Witch of the West says, go away from here because you don't have any power here, you have no power in any territory other than your own. Oh, but you are the master of that. You get to be the master of your own fate. You get to be the captain of your own soul. And if you just manage that, if you just took care of your territory, oh, the glorious, 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 wondrous, wondrous opportunities and possibilities that are waiting for you. So the question is, what are you resisting? What are you pushing against? What are you not allowing? What are you blocking? Because you have this idea of who and what you're supposed to be instead of leaning into the dream that's already been created and waiting for you. It's waiting for you. And the second, I mean, it doesn't, it's an instant thing. It's a shift in the way you see yourself and the power from which you have come. Now, I thought that that was so powerful because we talked about that yesterday. Um, if you guys did not hear us yesterday or see us yesterday, okay, I'm on. <laughs> Yesterday, we started A Purpose Driven Life. I highly recommend you guys go watch yesterday's. I marked them day one, day two. We're going to go to 40 weekdays of diving into A Purpose Driven Life together. Good morning. And that that video really uh, highlighted for our conversation yesterday. Remember, we talked about our purpose, our destiny, everything that we have, it starts with God. And that video uh, just really confirmed that. And, and Oprah made a good point of you know, sometimes with social media and everything that we have going on, we can be so 
focused on wanting what other people have. And I'm guilty of it too. I'm like, oh, she's doing that. That looks fun. I want to do that. And what we should be focused on is what God has us here for with chapter one. I highly recommend anybody that doesn't have this book or hasn't read it in a while to go revisit it so that they can read it. It's one thing to hear it. It's another uh, it's another thing to actually read it and take it in for yourself and hold it or, you know, download it or whatever the case may be. So there is a link below. It is a affiliate link, but I get minuscule amounts of uh, revenue. But if that would help me out, if you guys would like to do that. Hi, everyone. Hi, Percy. So let's just dive into chapter two. OK, so yesterday we talked about chapter one was it all starts with God, right? Talking about our purpose talking about why God has us here and all of all of that. So this one was this one was really good though for anybody who's like, man, why was I born? Like I went through all of this. What was it for? So chapter two says, um, I'm your creator. So this is Isaiah four and two. You are not an accident. I am your creator. You were here in my care even before you were born, which is Isaiah 44 and two. God doesn't play dice. Oh, Albert Einstein. I love that. So it says you are not an accident. Your birth was no mistake or mishap and your life is no fluke of nature. Your parents may not have planned you, but God did. He was not all at all surprised by your birth. In fact, he expected it long before you were conceived by your parents. You were conceived in the mind of God. He thought of you first. It is not fate, nor chance, nor luck, nor consequence that you are breathing at this very moment. You are alive because God wanted to create you. So if anybody out there feels like that they don't have a purpose, anybody out there that feels like, man, I was a mistake. My parents didn't mean to make me, you know, uh, you know, you may go through things with your parents or you don't get the love you feel like you deserve. It doesn't matter because you're supposed to be here right? I mean, it matters, but you're supposed to be here. So if anybody ever felt like that they were here by accident, it's no accident that you're here, okay? You are alive because God wanted to create you. The Bible says the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. God prescribes every single detail of our body. He prescribed it. So if there's something that you don't like about yourself, that's how I wanted you to be, okay? He deliberately chose your race, the color of your skin, your hair, and every other feature. He custom made your body just the way he wanted it. I'm going to tell y'all something before we jump into the rest of it. There's a reason why I'm not a curvaceous, voluptuous woman. He did it to humble me, okay? He knew if I gave you too much. You going to do too much. So let me, I, I ain't even going, uh-uh, we ain't going to do that. Bring it back. <laughs> he custom made your body just the way he wanted it. He also determined the, nat the natural talents you would possess and uniqueness of your personality. You are who you are. You talk how you talk. The things that are funny, the way that they are funny is because God wanted them to be that way for you, okay? You, uh, the uniqueness of your personality. The Bible says, you know me inside and out and you know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made bit by bit and how I was sculpted from nothing into something. 
because God made you for a reason. He also decided when you would be born and how long you would be alive. He decided when you would be born and how long you will be alive. He planned the days of your life in advance, choosing the exact time of your birth and death. The Bible says, you saw me before I was born and scheduled each day of my life before I began to breathe. Every day was recorded in your book. Okay. God also planned where you'd be born and where you would live for his purpose. Your race and your nationality are no accident. God left no detail to chance. He planned it for, for, excuse me, he planned it all for his purpose. The Bible says from one man, he made every nation and he determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. Nothing in your life is arbitrary. Nothing in your life is, is just, it just because no, you are exactly who you are, where you are. Everything is meant to be. It is all for a purpose. Most amazing. God decided how you would be born, regardless of the circumstances of your birth or who your parents are. God had a plan in creating you. It doesn't matter whether your parents were good, bad, or indifferent. It doesn't matter whether you, your parents were good. I already read that part. Sorry. (laughs) God knew that those two individuals possessed exactly the right genetic makeup to create the custom you he had in mind. I'm going to read that part again. Most amazing. God decided how you would be born, regardless of the circumstances of your birth or who your parents are. God had a plan in creating you. It doesn't matter whether your parents were good, bad, or indifferent. God knew the two individuals possessed the exact, possessed exactly the right genetic makeup to create the custom you he had in mind. They had the DNA God wanted you to have. Okay. He wanted to make you. Well, there are illegitimate parents. There are no illegitimate children. Many children are unplanned by their parents, but they are not unplanned by God. God's purpose took into account human error and even sin. God never does anything accidentally, and he never makes mistakes. He has a reason for everything he creates. Every, Every plant, every animal was planted by God, and every person was designed with purpose with a purpose in mind. Long before you were conceived in your parents, you were conceived in the mind of God. So if there were anybody out there, anybody that feels like, you know, the way they came into this world was a little shady. Y'all know if y'all been around my morning motivators, know my story. Okay. (laughs) Y'all are very aware of my story. So nothing is by accident. You were not here off no fluke. And I know that some of us, some of us, and some of you guys had a very traumatic childhood, you know, and even then though, not to say what happened to you was fair, not to say that God wanted all of those things to happen to you. That's not what this book is saying. He is saying, no matter how you were here, why you were born, you were born for a purpose. He has a purpose for your life. He loves you and he wants you here for his purpose. So never feel like you're just here 
just just because, okay? God's motive for creating you was uh, was his love. The Bible says long before he laid down earth's foundation, he had us in mind, had settled on us as the focus of his love, okay? God was thinking of you before he made you, made the world. In fact, that's why he created it. God designed the planet's environment just so we could live in it. We are focused on his, oh, excuse me, we are folk, the focus of his love and the most valuable of all his creation. The Bible says God decided to give us life through the world of truth so that we might be the most important of all things he's made. Mm. This is how much God loves and values you. God is not haphazard. He planned it all with great precision. The more uh, the more physicists, biologists, and other scientists learn about the universe, the better we understand how it is uniquely suited for our existence, custom made with the exact specifications that make human life possible. Y'all, we have air, we have water, we have everything to survive on this planet because God made it for us and intended it intended it to be that way. Dr. Michael Denton, senior researcher of fellow in human molecular genetics at the University of Ontago in New Zealand, <laughs> has concluded all of the evidence available in the biology sciences support the core pr proposition that the cosmos that the cosmos is a specifically designed whole of with life and mankind as its fundamental goal and purpose in the whole in the whole in which all facets of reality have their meaning and explanation is, is the central fact so basically that's saying that there's everything that biology is the biologist study gives gives evidence that the world was created with man in mind like there was no other purpose for the world besides being a source of human life that's basically what with that um what that biologist says he did not create okay so it says uh okay the bible said that the same thing thousands of years earlier god formed the earth and he did not create it to be empty but for it to be inhabited. Why did God do all of this? Why did he bother to go through all of this trouble of creating a universe for us? Because God is a God of love. This kind of love is difficult to fathom, but it is fundamentally reliable. You were created as a special object of God's love. God made you so he could love you. This is truth to build your life on. So if you don't know anything else, if you don't take anything from this, you were created as a special object of God's love. God made you so that he could love you. This is truth to build your life on. The Bible tells us God is love. It doesn't say God has love. He is love. Love is the essence of God's character. There is perfect love in the fellowship of the, the Trinity. 
So God did not, didn't need to create you. He wasn't lonely. He, he wanted to make you in order to express his love. God says, I have carried you since you were born and I have taken care of you from, from your birth. Even when you are old, I will be the same. Even when your hair has turned gray, like mine, <laughs> I will take care of you and I have made you and will take care of you. If there is no God, if there is was no God, we would all be accidents. The result of astronomical random chance in the universe. You could stop reading this book because life would have no purpose or meaning or significance. There would be no right or wrong and no hope beyond your belief, your brief years here on this earth. But there is a God who made you for a reason and your life has profound meaning. We discover that meaning and purpose only when we make God the reference point of our lives. So if anybody is unclear, I'm sure you guys already know this. We pray every day. But if you make God the reference point of your life, everything else is built built and centered around that. The foundation of your relationships, the foundation of your work, the foundation of your purpose, the foundation of why you want the things that you want. If you put God in the center of it, as simple as it sounds, then that's we discover the meaning and purpose only when we make God the reference point of our lives. If we're just doing it by ourselves, it's a lot of chaos. It's a lot of frustration. It's a lot of confusion. But with God in the center, everything starts making sense. The message, perhaps, of Romans 12 and 3 says the only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and what he does for us. There's a this poem by Russell Kelfer sums it up. OK, we'll read this poem. We're almost done, you guys. And then we'll dip, dive into the discussion. If you guys have any comments, please load them up. OK. So this is a poem. You are who you are for a reason. You're a part of an intricate plan. You are precious and perfect, unique design called God's special woman or man. You look like you look for a reason. Our God made no mistake. He knit you together within the womb. You're just what he wanted to make. The parents you have were the ones he chose. And no matter how you may feel, they were custom designed with God's plan in mind and they bear the master's seal. Know the trauma you faced was not easy and God wept that it hurt you so. But it, but it also, excuse me, (laughs) but it was allowed to shape your heart so that his likeness would grow. You are who you are for a reason. You've been formed by your master's rod. You are who you are, beloved, because there is a God. Ooh, I loved this chapter. Because the first chapter was a little, was a little like, ooh, dang, we ain't here for us. Dang. But chapter two was like, but you ain't here for you, but you were created out of love, out of intention, out of purpose out of God's great plan and desire for you. So if at any time in your life, you felt like there was no purpose, you wanted to give up, know that there is a purpose. Okay. So 
Remember, we have three things that we have to consider. So this is the time to get your pen and paper out. Okay, so day two, thinking about my purpose. So this is the point to ponder if you guys want to write this down. I am not an accident. So if anybody was ever dealing with that, ever had reservations on how you were conceived or why or anything like that, always remember you are not an accident. The verse to remember is I am your creator. You were in my care even before you were born. Isaiah 44 and 2. The question to consider. I know that God uniquely created me. What areas of my personality, background or physical parents am I struggling to accept? I'm read that one again. This is the question to consider. Three parts. Every single time we talk about this. I know God, I know that God uniquely created me. What area of my personality, background, and physical appearance am I struggling to accept? Y'all, I took a whole lot of self-love to love this little scrawny body growing up in the 99 and the 2000. <laughs> With all the hip-hop videos and all the young boys telling you this and making fun of you that I had to truly one day stop and said, if God wanted me to be a thick girl, he would have made me a thick girl. And I just had to start loving myself despite of the surgery, social media and everything. I just had to accept who I was now actually going and doing something about it, like going to the gym, bulking up a little bit, you know, eating a little more if I wanted to, you know, get a little something, something, but I had to genuinely had to accept myself for who I was. And work on the things that I wanted to work on to change. But is there anything about yourself? Um, and you don't have to share this publicly in the comments. But if there's anything about yourself that you have not accepted, whether it be your features, your skin tone, your nationality, where you live, where you're from, your parents, your lineage, whatever the case may be. You know, is there anything that you're you're having a hard time to accepting? This chapter may help you in a purpose-driven life. because. It's saying that God made us all the way he made us for an absolute reason. It's not by accident. Now, he said it wasn't, he didn't mean for you to get hurt, right? If there were things that happened in your past, that wasn't his intention. His intention wasn't for you to be harmed, uh, abused, or anything like that. That was not his intention. But he picked your parents for a reason. He picked your parents because he wanted you to be specifically who he wanted you to be because of the genetic makeup you were going to have. Okay. All right. So let's see. Let's go to the comments. Hey, everyone that came in, uh, Satan told you you were an accident. Okay, sure. I don't listen. I try not to listen to him. Miss Debbie says the part about your DNA being part of your purpose touched me deeply because despite my mother's rejection of me, I must say I have inherited her creative talents as a hairstylist and um, a decorator. I love that. The same, like me and my parents, me and my parents, we, you know, you everybody know it's a journey, right? Love my parents to death, but it could be a journey. But one day I stopped and I was like, dang, I really have my mom's personality, my outgoing personality where I can just talk to y'all and, and I'm just a social butterfly. I get that from my mom, my ambitious hustler, I can do whatever I want to do type of attitude and don't, you can't, uh, don't put me in no box. Don't tell me. I get that from my dad. So if I did not have those two people in my life I or 
they didn't create me, I would not be the person that I am. So no matter how much we might not care for them or whatever the case may be, or you're still on your healing journey, which I hope we do heal from with our parents, you know, it's always a journey, no matter what you think you've gotten there. And then there may, may be something else, you know, and I'm 30, I'm about to be 34 this, this, this month, this month, chat, 34, I'm 33 years old. <laughs> And it's still, it's still, it's a relationship. It still has to be cultivated. It still has to be nurtured. It still has to heal. It's, it's a con, it's a, it's always evolving, right? But no matter what, they made me uniquely who I am. They, God picked those two individuals. Now, mind y'all, this is how fluke my life was. And some people would be like, dang, I was a one night or, you know, my dad was, I was a whole fluke. They were, it was a whole fling. Okay, I was probably not in the grand scheme of things supposed to happen. You know, so a lot of times when, when like little things happen to us and and I'm and I'm a little happy that Roe versus Wade did get turned over just for this reason, not not because of people who either were tra- traumatized or whatever. I think that no baby is by accident. No baby by is by accident after reading this book. You know, I used to feel different. I used to feel like but after reading this book Nothing is by accident. So every birth, every baby, everything is something. Now, should we be forced? That's a whole nother topic. We ain't going to go there. But nothing is by accident, okay? And I have my personal views. I won't talk about it here um, on all of that. That's not what this discussion is about. But it's going to be make people be way more intentional on who they, you know, conjoin with because it's it's no more accidents. You know, no more oops, because it wasn't an accident for God, but we may not have been ready. Understand? So that's neither here nor there. But purpose-driven life, so, so, so important. If you guys want to pick it up for yourself, read ahead. We're reading a chapter a day. Um, And I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on on purpose, on why you're here. Is this something you're struggling with? Is this something that you are still working for? Have you discovered your purpose? Um, always know that your purpose can change throughout your life. One season, you could be purposed to be a mother. Another season, you could be purposed to do something else. So what what have you guys thought about it? Have you guys read it? I would love to hear your feedback. Um, let's see. Miss Debbie says, these talents have helped me immensely with living a life of purpose. Absolutely. Everything that is in you, according to this book, is for a reason. Brittany says, same to be a skinty girl was hard growing up, child. And I get it, right? I get that in our society, you know, um, thicker women or heavier women are always the butt of the joke and all of that. But y'all skinny girls, we got it too. And I'm not trying to, I'm not, it's not trauma for trauma, right? I'm not saying that our trauma was, was worse or anything like that. I am thankful for my size. I, I got this from my great grandmother. My great grandma, grandma Jean, because she was a string bean, and I believe I got her body type because <laughs> she was a string bean. Okay, I got her body type, but I it was it was not fun, especially growing up in the nine nine two thousand. I could imagine y'all check on these little girls. If you have any little girls in your family, in your life, have conversations with these little boys about you know what they're seeing because it's not real and. It was, you know, women are hypersexualized and all of these things. So talk to these little girls, make sure their self-esteem is intact. And just just don't say like, hey, how are you doing? 
like really ask them, hey, with everything that you're seeing, how do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about your body? Even at a young y'all, they are going through it as teenagers, seven years old, eight years old, nine years old. If you have a, I, I follow another YouTuber named Real Talk with Yanni. I know uh, Percy does as well. I see him on the chat sometimes. And she talks about being a young girl who grew up voluptuous. You guys check in with these little girls because they are over-sexualized even by grown men. So if you have a young girl who is developed at a young age, have some, you know, chat with her often. Ask her how she is about her self-esteem. How do men approach her? Because there are some sick people out here, y'all, that try little girls because of how their bodies look. And they're, you know, they know they're naive and all of these things. So if at any time you have little girls around you, developed, underdeveloped, doesn't matter, check in with them. Hey, how's everything going? But have real conversations if you can. You know, if they're your children, really try to sit down and have some really like you know, just lighthearted. Don't be too forceful with it so they can open up and just talk to you. Because if you try to interrogate, kids shut down. And I remember being a kid like, okay, calm down if you're trying to interrogate. But try to open up and talk to them because they go through a lot, especially if they're either overdeveloped or underdeveloped. Young girls go through a lot. And I can imagine, we didn't even have social media back then. We just had music videos. So I can imagine what these little girls go through now. Um, Cookie Monster says, my mother's family members would refer to me as the, to my mother was not married to my father. And you were here for a reason. And I'm sorry that they did that to you. And that's so me. Like, why would you do that to a kid? People have no idea the things that they say to children and how hurtful that stuff is. But you were not no bastard. You were here for a reason. You were here for a reason. And most of the world now are not conceived out of wedlock. It's cool how genetics work. Absolutely. I agree. Um, Brown Eye says, I get a lot from both parents as well. A uh, combination of both attitudes, the way I look at life and the way I deal with life. Absolutely. And it's funny because I got certain features, but I'm just like, I think I have my grandfather's hands. Um, I, you know, it's funny. That's why I say, if you guys still have grandparents, if you're blessed enough to have grandparents, if you're blessed enough to actually have your parents still in your lives, like look at their features, look at their hands, look at their feet, look at their, their ears, their earlobes. I have my grandfather's ears. I was looking at one of his baby pictures and I was like, that's where I get my ears from. Cause nobody else has ears in my family like this. I'm like, where do you get these little elf ears from? And my grandfather's ears, they come out a little bit more like this. I was like, oh, I get my ears from my grandfather. So if you happen to be able to get baby pictures or pictures of them when they were younger, the whole nine, like literally go back and just kind of check their features out and be like, that's where I get, like, I get the, my eye shape from my grandmother, my dad's mother. I get my ears from my dad's father, my grandfather. I get my hands from my mom's father. Um, I don't know who I get my feet from. I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> but I just look at little things and I'm like, oh, that's where I get that from. I get my body type from my great grandmother. So it's really interesting how genetics work. Like a lot of people, you'll see like how skin tone, even hair and features skip generations. Like your parents might not have red hair, but you have red hair. Or your parents might not have blue eyes, but you have blue eyes because of your grandparents. Genetics is a trip. Um, let's see. Cookie Monster says my personality and <laughs> mannerisms come from my mother and my face and my facial and physical appearances 
come from my dad's side of the family. That's very funny. Let's see. Purse says, hey, Brittany, as a man reading the comment section, y'all women have a lot of pressure, whether you're too big, too skinny, all the time. It doesn't matter. It, you can never win, especially I was listening to a podcast. This is a great podcast for anybody. Um, if you're a woman, especially if you're an intellectual woman, um, you'll love them. Let me go to my library. I listen to them often. I believe it's like the Two Sisters podcast. Um, to my sister's podcast, they're two European women bomb. It's called to my sisters. They have a podcast and they're on YouTube and they have a lot of conversations about body and influence and things like that. But they were like when a capitalistic country like America right now they're in Europe. So they have access to all these other countries, communist countries, capitalistic countries, the whole nine. So, you know, we're, you know, Americans, we're capitalistic. So they feed off of our insecurities, y'all. The reason why people are getting all these BBLs and stuff is no coincidence. It's not that BBLs are just now popular. All of this was subconsciously programmed when we were kids. All this big butt, everything that's in the media, everything was perpetuated when we were children. So nothing is by circumstance. Nothing is, they feed off and they and they get money off of our insecurities. You know, they want us to be insecure so we can go buy the makeup. They want us to be insecure so we go buy the weave. They want us to be insecure about our bodies so we go get plastic surgery. They want us to be insecure about our weight so we get on these crazy diets instead of just promoting a healthy lifestyle because you can be thicker than me and healthier than me. You know, everybody's genetic makeup is different. So I just promote healthy, you know, eating well, going for a walk, exercising. I've started now skating. Just in my neighborhood, um, at my tennis court for fun. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I've started walking with my neighbor early in the morning at 6.30 a.m. or 6.45 a.m. And we just go for a walk and we just have a great time. You know, so yeah, we there is a lot of pressure. So if you have young girls around you at all, I would just highly just check in with them. Hey, how's it going? What pressures are you feeling? And does anybody bother you about your body? Um, does your body type bother you? Just ask them open-ended questions appropriately, of course, if they're, you know, if it's appropriate and just see what they, what they got going on. It's a lot. I could imagine these girls with social media nowadays. Jesus. It's crazy. But yeah, we do go through a lot as women. Uh, brown eyes. Yes. Yes. From my mom, color of my skin from my dad. Love that. Nana says yes to my sister's podcast. They are from the UK. They are, and they are amazing. I want to interview them one day. They're just so intellectual. Um, they're just, they're just magnificent, beautiful. Just, just the, the, the conversations that they have are just, I, I love it. If you are an intellectual woman, if you like stimulating conversations, if you like a deep dive in a very intellectual thought provoking way, of the things that we go through as women when it comes to dating, body types, parenting, the whole gamut, everything that we go through. Even men, if you want a little insight on, on women in different countries, and then we're so similar, which is crazy, to my sister's podcast is a very, very dope podcast. It is not live, but it is pre-recorded. They do a great job. I found them on TikTok, actually, and started watching them on YouTube. So I highly recommend to my sister's podcast, um, two amazing dope women from the UK. Uh, just, I just absolutely love their podcast. So shout out to the UK. Um, Sydney says, I've been driving and listening 
And now I'm headed to a meeting. Great conversation as usual. Have an amazing day. Thank you, Sydney. But going back to, um, oh, Percy, thank you for the super chat. Good morning. Um, I see the pressure young women have. The pressure the young men have is you got to be able to pull girls, have swag, and have a street cred. That's been men's pressure, though. And not to diminish men's, I think men's pressure now is to have a lot of money at a very young age. When I talked about this before, back in the day, like 10 years ago, there was no pressure for young women to, or people, period, young people to have homes, money, these fancy cars and and, and all of the, the, if you had a nice place to live, if you had a decent job and a, and a car that ran, you were in the money. Nobody really took too much time to be like, oh, what? If you had a luxury car, you were special. <laughs> Your parents had money. You were special. It was like, oh, wow. But we couldn't tell a 98 from a 2020 to a 2000, whatever. So I think now in our society, men have way more pressure to get their lives together at a very a, a, a young age and have all this money. When women, I feel, have the pressure to look a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way. And there's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of layers to this. But yeah, y'all have I think I think that pressure for men has not changed. I just think that you guys are pressured more, in my personal opinion, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you guys have pressure to just have way too much too soon. I think both genders in general, like Never in history was a 25-year-old expected to have a house and a million dollars and a foreign car and <laughs> all of this, this, these unrealistic expectations when a man doesn't really hit his financial peak until 45, according to statistics. So there's a lot of pressure for a lot of people to have their lives together at a very, 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 very young age. Um it's very interesting the times that we live in because of social media and all of that. But I wanted to share with you guys, since we have some time, I dug, oh well, then dug it. Look how y'all, this Bible done been through it. Got it all marked up and whatever. But I wanted, so one of my daily, um, my new daily habits, again, I've picked this up recently because I feel like this is something that I needed to do along with my walks, along with having time more for myself. Cause I used to get up and come straight to morning motivation. That's why I used to look tired and you know, voice a little groggy and all of that. Cause y'all would be like the first thing I did after I like brushed my teeth, got myself together, took a shower and all of that. But I've been taking time for myself. So I read now in the morning after my walks, which I highly recommend. If you guys haven't picked up your Bible in a while, go ahead and just dust it off. <laughs> Pick up your Bibles. And I love reading Proverbs. There's 31 Proverbs, one for each day. Today is the ninth. So I always go off of the day of the week and just read a proverb. And this one's pretty short. So I'm going to read it to you guys if that's okay. Because I feel like this is appropriate and we got some time. So uh, Proverbs verse nine. Yeah. Proverbs verse nine says, or chapter nine, excuse me. Wisdom was built. Wisdom has built her house. She has carved its seven columns. She has prepared for a, excuse me. She has prepared a great banquet. Mixed with wines and set the table. She has set her servants to invite everyone to come. She calls out from the highest, from the heights overlooking the city. 
Come in with me, she she urges the simples, the simple. To choose to those who lack good judgment, say, come eat my food and drink my wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways behind and begin to live. Learn to use good judgment. Anyone can who rebukes a mocker will be insulted in return. Anyone who corrects the wicked will be hurt. So don't bother correcting mockers. They will only hate you, but correct the wise and they will love you. Instruct the wise and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous and they will learn even more. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy, the Holy One results in good judgment. Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. If you become wise, you will be the one to benefit with the scorn wisdom. You will be the one to suffer. Okay. So basically it's talking about wisdom and we have to seek wisdom all the days of our lives. So I hope outside of morning motivation, as much as we talk and we have great conversations and we do do things that you guys are reading on your own, that you're watching other videos on your own, kind of like we played a little earlier today, um, that you guys are really continuing developing yourself. Morning motivation is great. Keep coming back. Subscribe. Thumbs up. Get a jump start on your day. I love that you guys spend your mornings with me, but also make sure you're taking time for yourself to to read the things, because when you're reading it and you get to highlight and you get to mark and it's funny because you can go back and see what speaks to you over time. Good morning. But I love verse nine and I love Proverbs because it's a book of wisdom. It really teaches you. It teaches you your left and right limits and what you should focus on and what you shouldn't focus on. And when the Bible says. Don't bother correcting mockers. You know, your haters, quote unquote, which I don't like saying that. But if anybody is trolling, I think that that's the <laughs> the Bible's uh, version of mockers is trolls. They will only hate you. That's why when you argue with people online, it's like there's no point because you're going to be arguing by you. You're going to keep arguing. But it says instruct the wise and they will become wiser. Teach the righteous and they will learn more. So you spend time in communities like this and helping each other and 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 growing each other and sharing your wisdom that you guys share with us. And I try to share what I know or read and things like that. Oh, wait, I didn't read this part. I stopped at verse 12. Wait, so here we got a little bit more. Folly calls for a hearing. Women named Folly, the woman named Folly is brash. She is ignorant and doesn't know it. She sits in her her doorway and on the heights overlooking the city. She calls out to men by going, going by who are minding their own business. Come with me, she urges the simple. To those who lack good judgment, she says, uh, stolen water is refreshing. Food eaten in secret tastes the best. But little do they know that the that death <laughs> that the dead are there. Her guests are in depth in the depths of the grave. So it's basically the women who seduce the men. Y'all, all women, men are not created equal. All women, men are not created equal. You guys have to be very careful of your energy, the people that you follow. Men, I've been hearing in the streets that your, 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 your standards are in hell. Y'all better start being very careful who you, who you, you, you uh, bump tushies with. 
<laughs> bump tushies. Who am I? Fit 85? Did you bump skins with? They'll set you up. They will set you up. And with monkeypox and everything going on, y'all should be as selective as women or even more, or even more. Cookie Monster says, morning motivation is a great way to start my day better than coffee. Oh, thank you. I'm better than coffee, girl. That's a compliment. <laughs> Sydney says, agreed. Even though I'm usually not able to admit it because of who I'm around, I don't, I do have conflict, con conflicting feelings with Roe versus Wade because I know every child has a purpose. I do not think people should be forced. Same. I feel the same way. Um, I don't feel like a woman should be forced to have a child, especially because statistically women do most of the child rearing and it's supposed to be a two parent, a two person effort. And it some, sometimes most of the time statistically becomes a one person effort, which is unfair. So that's why I don't feel like women should be forced, but, um, you know, everybody does have a purpose and I'm happy that I'm here. So, you know, just things to think about, but you know, we're not the government, but maybe it's all in God's plan. Maybe he was like, y'all getting too, y'all getting a little too, y'all get having too much choice. <laughs> Sometimes a little too much freedom can be chaotic. So I don't know. Maybe it was God's will. Who knows? Good morning, Melon and honey. I just pray. I do pray for the people who. Um, you know, if there's a birth defect, if there's something going on, uh, like I know somebody close to me, you know, the baby wasn't going to make it past a certain time. So she terminate just things like that. That's the things that suck is the women who genuinely may need to do it and don't want to do it, but have to do it or trauma, circumstances, abuse, you know, the, the others, those situations, I really feel for women who no longer can make that choice. Um, but women, we just have to be very careful on who we choose, make sure that they are vetted properly, um, make sure you know that they'll be a good parent regardless. And it's just it's just really unfair, unfortunately, the life we live in. But we have choices, so we just got to make the wisest ones we can. Um, does anybody have anything else? We got about 10 minutes. Do you guys have any topics, questions, comments, or concerns? I will say, do not forget to subscribe. Do not forget to hit the thumbs up button. If you guys are in need of a life coach, click the link down below and get a 30 minute free session with me. My books are open. I did delay the 555 because I want to push it back. Um, I want to push it back and I want to add some more to it. A 555 self course is coming. So if you guys are interested, let me know. There is a pay. Oh, you guys can subscribe to my Patreon, which is linked down below. There are some juicy bits in the Patreon, a story time that's in there. And then I also reposted uh, a live stream that I did and I have some more fun content coming. I think that that's where most of my content outside of the, outside of, oh, excuse me, morning motivation is going to come. It's going to be on my Patreon. I just feel like I rather make the content for the people who really, really want it and really enjoy it. And just, instead of just, you know, random folks who, who, who probably don't care. Um, so that's where that's going to live. So if you are a Patreon, if you have subscribed to my Patreon, let me know if there's anything specific you guys want to talk about. There's a story because I'm, I'm willing to open up more uh, behind closed doors on the Patreon than I am in, in life. So if there's anything that you all want to know, any stories, any um, any any like real advice, like some real advice that I can't give on morning motivation, let me know and I'll be happy to. I'll be happy to uh, to let you guys know. Yeah, there is a story time currently on my Patreon that's there. 
uh, if you guys have been around, you know, you know, um, something was going on and I shared it. So if you guys do not know, or if you're curious to find out, uh, you can get it with the basic Patreon, the $5, um, a month. You can get in, watch the story time and go, Hmm. Cause I break everything down. It was a mess. It was a mess, but it's real. It, it, I wasn't messed up by the way, FYI, but you guys can go watch it for yourselves and see what I mean. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's there. And I, w- I do want to have uh, some heart to heart conversations, but the Patreon is worth it. And again, merch coming soon. You guys make sure you guys like subscribe, share. If you guys are listening to my podcast, thank you so much for being here. Hopefully you guys can join us one day at 8 a.m. Eastern. We go live each and every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. You guys are such, I'm glad you guys are at peace because I don't see too much going on. But if there's anything that you guys need help with, again, I am available. Again, get your free 30-minute coaching session with me. Let's make sure that we're a match. Make sure that I can help you. And if I cannot, I will be very honest in the areas that I can and can't help you. I'm not a therapist, but I am a certified life coach. So if that is something that you are in need of, go ahead and get on my calendar. Let's lock you in. Let's get you some days so we can work together and get you towards your goal, okay? I'm here to help you get closer to your goal. Um, if, if you're having issues with accountability, if you're having issues with confidence, if you're having issues with understanding and, and needing just a push, support, just somebody to root you on, if you've never had anybody in your corner telling you you can do it, I am the coach for you. So go ahead and go ahead and, <clears throat> excuse me, drop it, click <laughs> down below. If you guys want the book, The Purpose Driven Life, that is also down in the description box. You guys check that out. Um, there are a lot of good links down there. There's a link to rebate me also down there. You guys always check out the description box. It's, it's some pretty good stuff. <laughs> Brandy says, yes, a whole mess. Just sign up for Patreon. I won't be messy in public, but I'll be messy behind closed doors when it comes to my business. <laughs> but I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a beautiful, 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 blessed day. Happy Tuesday. Happy August 9th. Um, just continue to grow, shine and, and do you and be the best you can be. Okay. Love you guys for watching and I'll see you guys. Let's see. Got one more comment. Oh, wait, wait. Can you please link the Patreon to the chat? Let me see. I got you. I'll do it right here, right now. Yep. I sure can. Glad I seen that was on my, I was on my way out. You guys go. Oh, and I am no longer streaming on Facebook, Twitch, any of that. So It is just going to be here. You guys have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. There is my Patreon. Y'all go ahead and sign up. Um, Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a beautiful, blessed one. Do not forget to pick up your books. Do not forget to read. Don't forget to read Purpose Driven Life. Oh, yes. Next tomorrow, you guys, we are reading What Drives Your Life. I've observed that the basic motion for success is driving force of enemy and jealousy. Mm. A man without a purpose is like a ship without a rudder, a waft, a nothing, not a no man. So we're going to talk about per, uh, drive and success tomorrow. So I hope you guys have a great one. Hi, Vanessa. We're about to go. <laughs> we're about to go. You're a little late, but go ahead and watch the replay. Here's the Patreon link if you guys are interested. Um go ahead, push the link. It is also down in the description box. If you guys need it, do not forget to give this video a thumbs up. Do not forget to share. Do not forget to 
follow the podcast and all of that and, and sign up for our Patreon. I love you guys so much. And have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. Catch you guys tomorrow. Bye, y'all.